Welcome to ConX, a global leadership platform for construction executives. This is a weekly podcast for construction executives or aspiring construction executives. And we interview a, a current executive in our industry and ask them some questions about them and their company and, and give some advice for uh, people uh, across our audience. So today uh, I have Ben Dykus and uh, and as I say each week, uh, I've known Ben for for a while. Uh, we've served on boards together, and if you if you don't know Ben, he's on like every board known to man around Kentucky. So um, he uh, uh, he's going to uh, kind of tell us about himself and and uh, kind of his background. So Ben, kind of. Walk us through. Are you a? Did you grow up in Kentucky? Sure. Uh, well, Scott. Well, well, first off, thank you so much for uh, for having me on here. You know, um, you know, I'm I'm in the I'm a bond producer, surety bond producer for Van Meter Insurance Group with uh, you know, which is a division of of Houchins Insurance Group. Uh, we're based in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Um, but uh, you know, so so I'm, I know I'm a little bit of a uh, of a different guest on here. So first off, I appreciate you you inviting me on here, especially, you know, considering I'm not, you know, in, an actual construction executive, but, uh, you know, certainly I consider myself in the construction industry, uh, you know, more so than I consider myself in, in the, you know, insurance and bonding industry even, you know, so, uh, but, um, uh, no, I am from Kentucky. I uh, grew up in a small town just north of Lexington, um, Cynthiana, Kentucky. Uh, graduated from Harrison County High School, you know, uh, class of 06, actually, but, um, you know, went to Transylvania uh, for college, and um, there I uh, majored in, in business with a minor in econ, um, you know, and then uh, with a concentration in finance, so, uh, you know, I'm a numbers guy at heart, um, but uh, also a people, people guy as well, and uh, in college, I interned uh, with Van Meter Insurance. Uh, we have a obviously a Lexington office here, uh, but us, like I said, based in Bowling Green. Uh, so I interned there um, pretty much from my sophomore year on. And, uh, you know, I was doing some of the, a lot of the, the, you know, typical intern stuff, even, you know, the, 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 the errand boy, the making the coffee, it's, it was, all, it was me, you know, all the way, uh, but, but learning a lot all along the way. Um, you know, and then I moved to uh, Bowling Green for a couple of years after I graduated um, college to work in our home office there. Um, and, and really, it's at that time where I really learned the ropes of, of what all we really did uh, at an insurance agency. You know, I really learned how the how the wheels moved and uh, just how it all worked. So um, at, th at that point, then, too, I kind of I was doing personal insurance at that time, you know, home and auto um, type type stuff. But, um, you know, I, I really wasn't getting fulfillment out of that particular role that I was really wanting for my life. Um, I was also at that time looking to try to get back closer to home uh, in, in Lexington area. You know, so I was looking at some other things um, and, and, you know, my uh, higher ups at, at Van Meter had, had kind of caught wind of, of me looking at some other things. So they approached me um, with regard to uh, basically leading our bond department for our Lexington office uh, here with Van Meter. So uh, at the time, really, I, I, I said I learned the ropes through, through uh, what all we did, but I didn't really know what the bond department did. Um, and it was at that time when I, uh, you know, when they approached me about it, I said, well, what in the world is the bond department? 
you know, it sounds cool. Um, but you know, what, what do we really do is we, we've always been in, you know, kind of a small department in the overall, uh, agency, um, you know, still are for the most part, but you know, we're, we're, we're a significant department now, you know, or always have been, you know, but, um, uh, you know, so I, they said, you know, it told me what it is, what it entails. And, and you said, you're dealing with, uh, contractors for the most part. And, uh, I said, well, that sounds great. Sign me up. Let's do it. And, um, so I've been doing that. That was back in 2013, I guess. So I've been doing it, um, now ever since. So, um, so why did you pick Transylvania instead of UK? Uh, my mom went there actually. So, uh, she was, she was a big proponent, you know, uh, the, of it. Um, I like the idea of a small liberal arts school, you know, I, I, you know, coming from a small town, I also, you know, like, like the idea of kind of the closeness of, of a small campus and, um, you know, Transy at the time, anyway, it was about 1100 students. And, um, you know, I just, I like the idea of, of getting to know your professors on a personal level, even, um, having close interaction with them, you know, very close interaction with, with my peers as well. Um, so it, it was a good fit in Lexington, you know, like I said, grew up, Cynthia is close to Lexington, but it's kind of my home. Lexington is kind of my home base here. So, you know, I thought it was a, um, you know, just a perfect, perfect opportunity right here downtown. And, you know, we're just a couple blocks from, uh, from good old rough arenas, you know, to, to walk down and catch a game. You know, I was so going to say was Tra nice. Transylvania is kind of like going to UK, but you know, not going to UK, you know, cause you get to take advantage of all their events and all that stuff, you know? So. Exactly. Exactly. We're, we're the, we're the little brother of Lexington. <laughs> a lot of folks always, you know, Oh, they totally forget about transit in a lot of ways. You really well, so maybe, maybe when, time when I was in, yeah. maybe, oh, when, maybe when Transy makes uh, enough uh, tuition dollars, they can build a, a, a pedway across the dang road. So uh, people don't have to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got the road exactly. running your campus, you know, so, but. Uh, oh, I know it. I know it. I've, I've had a few close calls <laughs> as we all have. Uh, well, so tell me about Van Meter. I know, first off, I know your offices are just right down the road from me, actually. Um, but so tell, tell me about Van Meter as a company yeah yeah so uh so van meter insurance was actually founded in 1978 uh, by a gentleman named chip van meter and um chip was um uh, there for several years uh but before my time I, I actually haven't met chip um i believe he's he's retired down in florida uh, but uh you know i hear a lot of good good uh chip van meter stories for sure you know so uh he was sounds like he was quite a character but but a but a great businessman and uh you know we've uh as an agency you know what we have always been into for the most part is is you know you're you're working with your good old you know blue collar folks you know uh he he built the business on you know in the in the lumber and construction industries really you know so we that's where he um you know we've we've since you know uh, ventured into several other you know pretty much all sectors of of know a business now you know but the, the, you know that was our bread and butter um is is really you know lumber and and contractors and mining I believe as well you know but um you know so in 07 uh, i believe we we van meter um got uh well fast forward a little bit chip had sold the business to uh to first tennessee bank of obviously tennessee and um uh, 
uh, we, you know, it wasn't quite the, the fit. This was before my time, really, so I'm just telling this third hand here, but mm-hmm. it wasn't apparently the best fit for our long-term and really our culture at Van Meter. So at, at, in 07, um, we actually were, we teamed up with uh, Houchins Industries um, based in Bowling Green and to essentially become part of Houchins Industries, uh, essentially be their insurance division for, uh, for Houchins Industries. And um, Houchins, so, so really now, to be honest with you, we, we're, we've kind of been over the past several years and still are, you know, kind of transitioning to go by uh, Houchins Insurance Group more and more so. So I, I tell folks that we have, you know, been having somewhat of an, of an identity crisis a little bit. You know, are you Van Meter? Are you Houchins Insurance? Or what are you? You know, so I, I tell them, well, really right now, both, you know, but probably, you know, eventually we're just going to be all under the Houchins Insurance Group name. Uh, but so Houchins Industries, though, is is a uh, is an ESOP. It's a 100% ESOP, and actually, until a couple of years ago, it was the uh, nation's largest 100% ESOP, um, doing about you know it's about three billion dollar revenue company and about 17, 18,000 employees. Um, you know, and actually, folks don't know this is either. You know, but it's actually the largest private company based in Kentucky. Um, oh, really? So listed by Forbes on the, you know, Forbes list, I guess, of largest private companies in, in the U.S. And Houchins is, the, I believe, the only one on on there from Kentucky. So, But we have operations, of course, you know, in Kentucky, uh, obviously, but uh, also outside, you know, uh, we, we have, um, we own, or we, I, I say we, Houchins owns, um, you know, construction companies, as well as, you know, manufacturing companies, uh, even financial services companies until recently. Um, you know, so, so I like to think of them as a, you know, it's a very big conglomerate and, you know, but at the heart of Houchins Industries is, uh, is the grocery business. So that's where, um, you know, Houchins operates under, you know, Houchins Insurance or Houchins Food Group, um, you know, and even under Save a Lot, Piggly Wiggly's, formerly anyway, um, Save a Lot, a bunch of different labels actually, but uh, brands, but um, you know, all throughout the Midwest and Southeast, really. So. Well, you know, you covered um, everything so from insurance to Piggly Wiggly there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So um, we cover it all, baby. You I, know, I was gonna say, man, that's 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 pretty impressive. So, well, um, <laughs> so the core. I mean, obviously, you guys doing insurance is. I mean, obvi- and there's a lot that goes in it. Does uh, do you guys do a little bit of everything, or a lot of everything, in the insurance business? Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. So we are a a full line shop so to speak. Uh, you know, we, we have everything from, you know, um, your personal lines department all the way up to large commercial lines, employee benefits, um, you know, you name it. If it has to do with insurance, um, we, we, we have something to do with it. You know, we have a department for it and, and, and touch it and bonding, of course. Um, so, well, I, yeah, so, so even, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and I, I'm a little biased, but I, I can say, because, you know, you guys are do my insurance and, you know, bonding and all that stuff. And, you know, uh, one thing I will have to say that I've been impressed, I, I had a, another organization I was using. And one of the things that kind of like 
always rubbed me a little bit wrong was their lack that when you have a problem, you couldn't really call somebody, you know, and it drove me, drove me crazy to call. So the fact I couldn't call somebody and, and talk with an individual, but with you guys, not only can you call, but you guys are responsive too. So there's my little plug for van meter. So, uh, all right. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, we, we pride ourselves on that. You know, I mean, we, we, we certainly, we're, we're a, good size organization, you know, even, uh, under Houchins, of course, Houchins being a, a large behemoth uh, in and of itself. But, uh, you know, we at, at Houchins insurance group, we're, we're a pretty good size insurance, um, agency as well. Uh, I think in the top 50, you know, but even though with our size, you know, we, we pride ourselves on the fact that we are, you know, we're, we're just the good old get down, get our knees dirty, um, you know, kind of, kind of guys and gals here, you know, we just like to dig in and solve problems uh, for our customers and take care of our customers. And we pride ourselves on that day in, day out, you know, so. When you guys, uh, good, uh, good to hear that. when you guys plan, you know, going forward for, you know, the construction, I mean, I mean, I'm going to change the typical question I have. I, I normally ask about like five and 10 year plans as far as, you know, for sure. organizations, but for you, I'd like to ask a little bit of a different of a question. And that is, how do you see, you know, the industry, you know, and you, you doing bonding, uh, you know, and how are you planning for that industry and the changes that are going to occur over the next, say, five to ten years? Sure. Um, you know, no good question. Um, you know, we 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 don't know. Obviously, nobody's got a crystal ball. You know, our our mentality as an agency, and and even me personally, is is you know, we just we're we're in the value add business. You know, so as long as you know, we're, we're not looking at the, the metrics of the overall market of what construction is going to do. You know, we can, you know, I think we can do that till the cows come home and, and we can drive ourselves crazy doing it, you know, but at the end of the day, we're here to add value for our customers. As long as there's construction work to be done and clients to be serviced, we are going to be there. And, you know, so we hope that, you know, just, just, you know, and if you believe in, in the United States of America, as, as I do, you know, then, then we're going to continue to, to grow um, as a country. And, and as we, you know, construction is a critical um, component of, of, of growth of our good nation. You know, uh, I think we're, you know, right now we're, we're seeing that before our very eyes, you know, we're, we're I'm sitting here at, at my house, um, <laughs> going to go ahead and apologize if, uh, hopefully you don't hear a, a toddler in the background of this but uh you know we're, we're sitting here in the midst of a, of a pandemic here of COVID-19 and uh you know we don't know what's going to happen through through all of this but you know we're here we at Van Meter and me personally we are here determined to keep plugging along you know uh whatever that really looks like that's just what we've as a whole to prided ourselves on is that adaptability you know we we always just seek to um move with the tides as soon as you as soon as you stop moving um with with what's going on then then you're dead um you know look at you know our our uh, president of, of housing's insurance group is uh andy barker is his name he he he'd love me telling the story on him but he, he always brings up uh the story of, of ibm and how they became you know irrelevant um you know in, in a lot of ways you know they were the leading you know, company and, and, you know, just, they, they lost focus, um, as did, you know, look at Kodak, 
another example, you know, but, uh, you know, we, we as an agency and uh, a lot of our, our folks, you know, uh, the way that we're for the most part all wired is to just continue plugging along. And, um, you know, we, so five years, 10 years, I don't know what that, you know, what the construction industry will look like. I hope that it is nice and robust. Um, it is certainly knock on wood. It, it, it's right now. Uh, it is right now. And, uh, you know, we're very fortunate to, to be a part of this great industry that, that you and I are both in. Um, you know, and we hope that it continues on because, um, uh, you know, it, it, it adds tremendous value to people's lives and, and to the nation as a whole, um, world as a whole. And, uh, you know, but looking forward to that, you know, we don't know. We, we go with the times a little bit, but we do still, I mean, we, we do look ahead. And we, we obviously have goals and such that we try to continually push forward on and in, in trying to achieve. Um, you know, well, you but know, we, we you take know, it day by day. And you know, you never know. I mean, this is, this pandemic is a great example of the fact that, you know, you can plan for every eventuality, but tell me what construction company out there actually planned for this to occur. <laughs> and the answer is really simple. None. <laughs> so, right, so right. I mean, this was not in the playbook for almost anyone. And I, I mean, um, so th the fact that this was a good kind of, uh, 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 an awakening for a lot of people that we can go from the great times to to having to be completely stopped or or semi stopped, you know. And uh, but then again, I, I think it could also go, you know. And I, I'm an optimistic by nature, optimist by nature. But I also think it could go the other way. I think the faucet can be immediately turned back on. And the problem is with what we're doing under unlike. Like for, say, for a barber, you know, I mean, once once the, you know, this is all lifted or whatever, nobody's going to go get two haircuts, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, right. so yeah. they lose that revenue forever. But for us, it's different because they still have projects going. If anything, this sure. is... This is this could change the dynamic of construction because it could change the design of, hey, if we're going to build a restaurant, we got to anticipate this could happen. So how would that change the way we lay it out or what we do, you know, or, you know, those, those types sure. of things. And, and, uh, and I, I did want to comment on one other thing, the great, the greatest, uh, you know, analogy someone uses about how you can become irrelevant or use it them as an example is blockbuster. And, uh, I don't know. I'm old enough to remember yeah. blockbuster. I don't know if you are, ben, <laughs> but, 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 uh, but, oh yeah. I remember renting a VCR from Blockbuster, you know. So that's and and that is just so funny now. What's that got? <laughs> I, I know. I told my yeah. my my daughter got in my '68 Camaro and she went to roll down the window and it doesn't have power windows, obviously, because it's '68. And she she goes. She looked at it and she said, what's this? And it was the window uh, crank, you know? So, oh. so it just goes to show you. That's you know? great. But, uh, but Blockbuster is a prime example. You either evolve and move forward and just with the same situation or, or you die, you know? So uh, um, yeah. that's really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, what do you think 
you, you've mentioned many different events about your organization uh, that have occurred, you know, uh, transitioning ownership and different events happen in uh -huh. the market. What what is, do you believe is the most significant event that you've had a chance to either be part of or hear of for Van Meter? Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, you know, bar none, it has to be um, becoming you know becoming a part of Houchins Industries. Um, really, you know, in in '07, that was right before I came on board. So when when I was interviewing to come on board as an intern um, back in '08. Yeah, uh, they were touting, you know, oh, we're part of this ESOP now. I said, well, I have no idea what an ESOP is. I'm a, I'm a sophomore in, in college, had no clue, you know. But, um, you know, the the longer I've stuck around, the more uh, I realized the, the the value to that and what they really meant behind uh, behind that, you know. So bar none, it has to be, you know, getting hooked up with, with Houchins. It's just completely changed our uh, trajectory as, a, as an organization as a whole, you know. Um, you know, obviously, you know, I, I'd say, or I don't know what all the discussions were like when Houchins, you know, acquired us, um, you know, but I'd venture to say, you know, they were probably in all their uh, companies paying a lot in insurance uh, outside. And so they, it was, it was uh, what is that, you know, vertical integration um, you know, to where they, they wanted to just bring it in house. So, um, but we grew to more than just, um, than just the internal, you know, insurance provider you know we we are our own animal and and have leveraged the relationship that that we have with Houchins and, and relationships that Houchins has uh, with all of obviously our sister companies but also you know um, clients of our sister companies stakeholders at, at all across the board with all of our sister companies uh, you know sister companies um, you know so so it's just really and, and the type of culture that, that we had prior to that acquisition and, and that we have now is, is in large part uh, very similar because, you know, it's, it's, it's just this go get them attitude. Um, you know, so, so we, we took what we had, you know, which was some phenomenal, uh, you know, relationships, you know, tentacles, I guess, uh, you know, all, all over the place with, with Houchins and, and we've, we've leveraged it and, you know, we continue to do so today, you know, we've, uh, so that, yeah, bar none has to be the, the, the changing, the significant event, which was right before me. And so I, I'm fortunate to have come on board when I did, you know, right as that was fresh and, uh, it's been fun to see, um, you know, that, that just, just where we've gone and, and I, I'm excited for where we, where we are going as well. So. So, you know, I know this is going to require you to brag on yourself and you're a humble guy, um, but I'm going to ask you to brag upon yourself. And uh, I know your wife probably doesn't say you're humble, but, you know, I'm saying you're humble. So, uh, but, but, uh, no, no way. <laughs> but what what skills and ability do you think you really bring to the table? And I'm going to say not for Van Meter necessarily, but for like if someone comes to you, a construction company comes to you and they say, hey, you know, I want to. I need bonding or I'm interviewing bonding people and I, I, I want to know what skills and ability you could help bring to the table for me. What would you tell them? Uh, you know, great question. Um, you know, really it's just, you know, my attitude is one of keep plugging along, find a way to just get, get it done, just get it done. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I, 
and I, I try to do that in, in an empathetic way. I'm, I'm a big fan in the word empathy and in and, and, and all ways that I carry myself, I try to be empathetic um, in that, you know, putting myself in my customer's shoes and my wife's shoes and you, whoever's shoes, you know, to really understand where they are coming from when, when they are asking me for something, you know? So I, I try to just simply put, just, just listen and be in their shoes. And, and that way I'm, and I think I do that really well. And so I, I you know, in that way I'm able to, you know, service my customers and prospects in ways that, you know, add value for them. Because if it's, I'm adding value to I'm putting myself in my in their shoes and adding value to what I think would be of added value to them. And, um, you know, that has served me well, uh, you know? Um, yeah. So it's, it's empathetic, hard work <laughs> simply is, is, is what it is, I think. And organization. I, I, I try to stay organized and, um, that as well. So as being those are, those are, as being one of your clients, I can give you, this is what I would say. If somebody asked me that, number one, I would say your hair. I mean, you got perfect hair. So, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, what I, little I have. Still. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, but the, what I, what I would tell somebody is when, when somebody asked me who handles my insurance and my bonding, I said, well, Ben does. And, and the reason, and then they asked me, well, what, well, why would you go with Ben? And, and my response is simply this, is that you, you've said it several different times, and I think that the audience has kind of grasped onto it, but um, you call it the go get them attitude. I call it, uh, you have, you know, you're, you're very, you're aggressive to get things done, you know, and that's what I appreciate. I appreciate in a, in a business like ours, where there's, Sure. Things have to happen quickly, and there's a lot of moving parts. Is that you're extremely aggressive, and that's something you want on your side. You know, I mean, uh, we recently were dealing with something, even though it didn't work out. It the the fact sure. that you are, are so proactive and aggressive on it, just to me that that right there pays dividends. So, and you're not paying me to say this, although you are my agent, uh -huh. and you can reduce my rates. So, <laughs> Well, this <laughs> touché, touché, sir. Yes. Uh, so, uh, what, what, um, you know, and speaking differently, we talked about you talking about Van Meter as a company. Uh, what are some of their big strengths as Van Van Meter? Um, you know, I, I, I'd have to say, you know, it's, it's. It is a phenomenal culture. I mean, we, we all pull the rope in the same direction. We, everybody across the board is very like-minded as I am, you know, here. We we all are big believers in being captains of, of your own ship, you know, even though, you know, yeah, I'm not a, an executive of my company. I am, in a way, you know, the owner and, and executive of, of my own little company, um, Ben Dykus LLC. And, and you know, we, we run very autonomously. Um, as an organization and that, you know, and, and, you know, you know, the good to great, you know, the book, um, you know, making sure that the, the right um, folks are, are in the right seats on the bus, you know, and they're, they very much are, we as a, as an organization are, are very, you know, emblematic of that in that, you know, we, we 
we all have this attitude. We share this, this culture of, you know, hard work, <laughs> simply, simply put. Um, so it's, it's the culture, um, is, is what sets us apart, you know? Um, and, so I know I keep harping on that, but that's, that's what it is. We're just hard, hard nose, get, get in there, you know, and, and, and thank you for your words. I appreciate the, the kind words on, on me, you know, but, um, you know, I, I hope, you know, it's good aggression, hopefully, you know, I, I am aggressive in that, you know, it's, I, I, yeah, I'm all about driving forward, you know, but, but, you know, it, it, I hope it doesn't come off as overbearing. And, and I think as a whole, you know, we as sales folks, I am in sales, of course, as we all are, um, you know, we, we can tend to be, you know, a little overbearing with, with things, but, you know, it's, it's, it's all from a, a perspective of seeking to add value and understanding our customers and clients and, and prospects. And, so and you know, that's, what that's I, us across the board. What I use, the reason I use the word aggressive and I use it in a very positive way is it, it's not like, Hey, you walk, you know, you walk on a car lot and this guy jumps your jumps on your back, you know, that kind of thing. I just sure. like, like when I have a need, I can pick up the phone and call you and yeah, you will see it to completion. And that's, and and any business owner or anybody who's a senior member organization can honestly say that that's special, you know. And and I one hundred percent appreciate that. And and because uh, you know it's not this is something we need. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I like I I like you, Ben. But when I call you, I really need uh, something, you know. So um, but, yeah, but, yeah, certainly. But uh, um, yeah. So so kind of piggybacking on that, you know. I, I, I don't want to talk too much on, on myself here, but, but, you know, I, a, a core belief that I have is that, you know, people should be free to pursue happiness in whichever way they see fit, you know, that they are, are living their lives on purpose every day. Um, and, and so, you know, if you're picking up the phone to call me, that means you're stopping what you're doing in pursuit of your, you know, whatever you're pursuing out there, you need something from me, you know? And, and so, you know, it's, it, it, you're, it is, if I'm choosing to do, if you're choosing to do business with me and I'm choosing to do business with you, then, you know, I have committed to you that, yeah, I'm going to dive into your issue here and, and I'm going to make sure that you get taken care of because this is, you know, that's just the belief I have is that, you know, if I'm taking care of what you need, then you're able to take care of what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so that's just, I'm a belief. I'm a believer in, in you know, everybody have being empowered to live life on their own terms, and and my actions hopefully speak to that. You know, um, so. what you know, and and to jump to kind of uh, you know on a personal and a professional level, if you were talking, and I know uh, I, one of the, I met Ben a lot. I got to know Ben, I should say, through our advisory board uh, at EKU's construction management program. And um, I know Ben had, Ben had spent some time. He spent some uh, a lot of time coming with us and helping with us. And uh, by the way, I appreciate that a lot, and it, it makes our program better. But sure. the uh, you know the common you know. Uh, thought process the common uh reason people listen to this podcast is for these this question here what advice would you give to somebody that was looking 
update come into construction or go into uh, uh, bonding or or have to work with somebody like like you from a personal professional level I mean we all have stories we all live different lives and if you had yeah. to give that young person advice like that college student what, what would you tell them um, both personally and professionally you know I would say to um, give me a sec to think how how to put this. I know that's um, that, that's like me asking. Uh, tell me, you know, how the world was created. You know, what I mean, so that's a lot <laughs> of those lights. And you now have yeah. three seconds to tell me. No, but uh, yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I would say, you know, one, a, an important question to ask yourself, you know, um, is is why you want to do what you're wanting to do. I mean, what is your what is your why in in life? I, uh, another book that I've one of my favorite books is is Start with Why by Simon Sinek. Um you know, we we if you know yourself, um you can, you know, you know, the sky's the limit if you can if you can know yourself. Mm-hmm. Um you know, so if you know why you're going to do what you are seeking to do you know so if you're seeking to be a construction professional well well, why why do you like that business um and then ask keep asking yourself why 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 and um you know i think you know if you can really you know you know know the answers to those questions um then then you can you know you you've got the world ahead of you um, with that you know and um you know if it's and it may just start with just a simple you know, passion. I have a passion for the construction industry. I, I like working with my hands or I like, you know, working with numbers in the, you know, uh, CPA profession or, or bonding, you know, profession. Um, you know, well, you know, that, that passion can turn into, you know, if, if I've always had the belief of if you're, if you follow your, your, your passion and you know why you're following that, why you have that passion in the first place, um, then you'll be good at what you do, and if you're good at what you do, you'll be well compensated for what you for that. Um, you know, so it, it's it's kind of a, a a beautiful circle in a way that, and it all starts really with um, you know with with knowing yourself and knowing why you want to pursue what you want to pursue. Really ask yourself these those questions. So that that is the question that I would ask somebody is is have you asked yourself these questions of why you want to pursue what you're seeking to pursue. And, and you know what? That's great advice personally and professionally because it, it seems like a lot of people get this backwards, you know? <laughs> they don't, they don't, they go yeah. do something and then they realize, well, gosh, that's not really why. It's just necessity, you know? And, uh, yeah. but uh, that's, that's really, really good advice. Um, I'm going to go through like my speed round here and I, I'm interested from my bonding perspective, how you would rate these. These are different categories. Um, and it's a scale one to 10, 10 being the most important one being the least important. They could all be tens, but from a bonder bonding perspective and bonding, we've done with bonding companies. I think our audience would really like to have your insight when I talk about these different, uh, concepts. So, if sure. you're if you're ready, I'll start with scheduling. All right, all right. Um, you know, scheduling I would say is is an eight. Yes. Um, you know, it it's you know clearly. Uh, it, it, 
I've, I've seen issues, um, you know, a lot of times with, with contractors to where, you know, they, the schedule hasn't really been clearly defined on the front end of a project. And so, you know, it creates, uh, it could create, um, you know, ambiguity in, in the relationship between, you know, contractor and owner or sub and, and GC, um, you know, and, and, you know, when you have that uncertainty going in, then um, it, it could be a formula for, for disaster. Um, you know, so, so yeah, making sure that, you know, the, the schedule is well articulated and, and communicated properly um, is, is very, very important. You know, but I, I give it an eight, though, not like a nine or ten, really, because in some ways, you know, you, you know, you know, you can sometimes, you know, figure it out on the fly a little bit. You know, um, obviously, with with this coronavirus stuff, you know, the schedules that were implemented, at, you know, did not account for, you know, <laughs> what's going on right now, um, clearly. But, you know, everybody's for the most part figuring it out as we're going along. So um, so that's why I give it an eight. What about estimating? Estimating, um, you know, 10, actually. You know, it, it all starts with, you know, the estimate. I mean, that's that's what that's how you win work. And that's, you know, as, as long as you have a good one, um, then you should hopefully have a good project. Um, obviously, you know, or it all starts there. Uh, obviously, it, it has to be carried through in the field. Um, and office, of course, but, um, you know, it, it all starts with that. That is the foundational item is making sure that you're, you're, you're spot on on the, from the outset on the project. So, you know, if, yeah, that, that's why it, yeah, it's, it's of the utmost, uh, utmost importance. And I have two different items here and I, and you can talk one after the other. I have contracts and contract administration. And a lot of people get confused when I say that, but I'm talking about a contract dealing with, you know, having a contract in place, prime, prime or subcontract. And then on the other side, the execution of the contract through administrative procedures. So can you give me numbers yeah. on those? Yeah. Um, you know, I'd say on, on contracts, um, I'd give it a, a seven. Um, you know, it, it's, I forgot who it was, um, on your podcast, but, but they had mentioned, um, you know, that, that hopefully you, you spend your time in, in crafting your contracts with your attorneys and making sure that, that you're thinking things fully through and, and whatnot, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, hopefully the, the, it, it's there for the in case, you know, it's, it's there to ensure that, you know, you know, if everybody's pulling the rope in the right direction and, and getting along and working through, you, you hopefully never even have to look at the contract. You have it there and you don't, you set it and forget it. Um, you know, so, so the hope is that, you know, you're, I think there are more important things than, than having that contract in, in, in place. Um, a contract, yeah, administration. So that's why contract administration, um, you know, seven as well, you know, um, for the, for, for very similar reasons, you know, it's, it's following, you know, uh, how, how to pay and how to, how to get paid, um, in, in the contract and how, how to do everything, you know, but for the most part, you know, it sets the rules of doing everything, but for the most part, as long as folks are, are, you know, working together, 
for the achievement of a of a project, uh, of a successful project, then you know the the it should it should just work um, on its own. You know, I, I'm I'm a believer in you know I, I'm maybe your atypical bond guy, and my my bond companies would probably hate hearing me talk. You know, give give contracts and contract administration sevens here, but um, you know, <laughs> but uh, you but know, you operate I'm reality. Good old. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a believer. I'm I'm old school in the sense that you know I'm a believer in just a good old handshake, and that we do what we say we're going to do, and we don't need to lean on a contract or or administering that contract to exact precise procedures um, to to achieve a successful project. I just think that I should be able to shake a man's hand and or or woman's hand and and look him in the eye and say you know I am going to do this, and here's how you know. And if let's talk about it. If it doesn't work, if we hit speed bumps along the way, let's talk about it. We can refer to our contract, and we'll do it within the confines of the contract and administering the contract. But you know, we're gonna, you know, we're just gonna, you know, first and foremost, we're gonna go on our, our word here um, more so than than the contract and the administration thereof. Well, you had everything right except for you can't shake hands. You got to stand six feet from each other and stare at each other. So. <laughs> Touche, touche, yeah. hat tip. Yeah. Uh, what about design? Um, you know, design is. Uh, I'd give it a nine. You know, it's it's. You know, you have to have it. You know that it is. You know, um, it's what you base everything on. Uh, that's what you're building. You know, so you have to have it. Yeah, I'd almost give it. A, I'd give it a ten. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Um, simple as that it, it is critical if you have a faulty design it can be disastrous for a project um you know you, you have to your you as the contractor are are 100 percent relying on that you know whether it's even you know whether it's that design is provided by a third party engineer architect or even in-house uh, under design build even you know i mean you're you're you are the contractor is is relying on that design to build this project simply put and so that's it, it, it's a it's a foundational item so nine or ten yeah accounting um you know I, I i'm going to put my bond hat on here yeah and say that it is certainly a a 10 you know it's um you know you you have to you have to know where things are and and accounting is a is a function that that you know can drive all other factors in a business you know you, you, it, it's obviously it's it's you know, um, it's the report card, you know, and, but, but it can, it's not just telling you the A, B, yeah, we did a good job or no, we're not doing a good job. It's, uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a managed, it can be and should be. And, and, you know, for, uh, for top notch contractors, you know, a, a managing tool, you're managing your business based on your accounting, based on your work and pro progress schedule. Um, you know, making sure that you know where, you are at all at all times. Um, you know, going back to my earlier point about you know making sure that you know yourself. Um, in this similar vein, you know, you should know your own company. You know, you should know where you are and and be. Um, I mean, you, you have you have to. If you if you don't, then you're you're potentially making decisions based on improper information. And um, I knew you were going to say you know, that's, that's good. You're a bonding guy, so so <laughs> I knew, I mean, I knew you were going to say it. So, what about business? I mean, yeah, 
What about business development? Uh, you know, that's, that's a tan as well. I, I know I'm throwing a lot of tans here, but you know, it, it's all about selling, selling your work, selling your organization. You have to, we're, we're, we're always doing it. Business development is so much more than just, you know, you know, networking and trying to drive, you know, uh, drive new work in your pipeline. It's, it's, it's everything rolled into, into one, you know, you are developed, you have to be going, going back to the points of, of being a, uh, you know, an irrelevant business, you know, you have to be out there continually moving and shaking with the times and continually developing business. Because if you're not, then, then you're going to look up in, in a few years, maybe you can get by with it for a long, long time. Um, but it could hurt you immediately. Um, you know, if you're not out there, if you're not out there, you know, developing business, you know, it's not, you know, it doesn't need to be a, a slimy type thing. You know, you hear sales, a lot of folks, you know, hear sales and, and are put off by, by, by it, you know, but it's, uh, it's, it's more than that. It's, it's looking for, looking out for the, you know, longevity of your company and you personally as well. So, and last but not least leadership. Leadership's got to be a 10 as well. It all comes to that. You know, I mean, that's, that's what all of this is. It, it all is driven by leadership. It's, it's, you know, you and leadership, not just from the top, you know, and it's not from a title, you know, I'm a big believer in, that, that you can lead from any position. You know, I try to be a leader of my own little Ben Dykus LLC, like I said, but I'm also, I try to be a leader of our bond department as well as just, you know, a, a leader of, you know, I'm just one of many, many at, at, at Van Meter Insurance and one of certainly one of many, many, many at, at Houchins in, Industries, um, you know, but, but I try and I think we all should be trying to do this is lead from where we are. Um, so as long as everybody is, you know, moving in a, with a sense of, of leadership about them, then you're going to make your organization, um, and yourself, you know, and your world even better. So I think we need it. We need it now more than ever. Yeah, absolutely. Especially now. Well, Ben, um, I'm going to give you the last word as I always do to my guest, but, uh, I just, uh, number one, I want to thank you for being on today. This was a little different of a podcast, but, uh, extremely important and kind of a request I had from several people actually, um, because it's, oh. such a, it's such a, it's such an important aspect of what we do. Uh, it really is the, yeah. the, the, the bonding end of it is, is, a gateway to be able to do, you know, do a lot of work. So, sure. so, um, sure. uh, I, and I appreciate that. And personally, I appreciate, uh, you know, ha having a chance to, to, to get to know you and, and, uh, have lunch with you. And, uh, even though you make me pay for lunch every time we go out, but, uh, no. uh but, <laughs> that's not true, but this uh, is on me. But, uh, but, but I want to give you the last word. Yeah, no, well, uh, well, well, thanks again, Scott. Uh, first, uh, you know, uh, I, I'd appreciate, I'll be on the lookout for that email with, uh, with the names of those folks who, who asked me to, uh, or you to reach out to me. So I'll, I'll give them a, give them a shout about their bonding soon then. Uh, no, uh, but no, I, I wanted to just, you know, thank you very much for, for what you're doing here with the podcast in general. You, you've, uh, you know, I'm honored to be, be, you know, 
considered for it. Um, you know, you, you, you've had a lot of very, you know, tremendous people and, and representing tremendous companies on here. And so I'm, I'm grateful to, to be a, be on it and be a part of, uh, be a part of it. So, so thank you very much for, for, uh, for doing it. And, and there's a lot of great content in there's as well. So just, I just want to leave it at that. Thank you very much. And, uh, you know, uh, keep on going. Well, uh, another great, uh, session of another great podcast of Connex. We'll see you guys next week.